0: Color Me Dead. This is a true crime podcast and we talk about murder and fuckery most foul in detail while using the darkest of humor.
1: If you don't like words like fuck and cunt then you probably shouldn't listen but if you do then join us while we fuck your feelings.
0: Yeesh. Yeesh. Welcome back to another fun-filled episode of Color Me Dead with Angel
1: Mace. You almost said Pru again. I know. And Nikki (gasps) Toon.
0: I fucking forget, and Spencer gets upset when I say Angel Pru. He's like, you're a maze, and I'm like, eh, yeah, well, we should be Angel Pru. Sherry.
1: Can you just hyphenate?
0: No, I'm and, not.
1: Well, that's just that. so that if you forget, you're like, oh, I'm Maze. I hyphenate. I
0: <laughs> Fucking <laughs> So we're going to do something a little different today, but first we're going to talk about our sweet-ass sponsors and we have our headphones that are sponsored by Studio Sweden you can get 15% off by using color
1: me dead yes
0: um at sudio.com for earbuds and over the over the ears and they have the wired earbuds now too
1: mm-hmm. in addition
0: you get 9 hours of life on your earbuds so you can make it through a whole work day and then on the over the ears you get twenty four hours.
1: Yeah, I just charged mine for the third time since I've had them in, since November, and I use them a lot. So we use them to record. I use them to edit. Like, yeah, they I fucking ever.
0: I rarely have to charge mine. So check them out. Yes. We also have the Purple Lotus that you can find online at the dot dot com, and they do the signature bath bombs. They do the blood bath, sweet sticky murder, and the body farm.
1: Yeesh. And they have lots more stuff. Yes. crystals and CBD oil and all kinds of shit.
0: And if you want your 15% off, use deadpod15 at checkout.
1: We may have been lying previously by saying it was deadpod, so use deadpod15.
0: Yeah, we may have fucked that up. Sorry, guys. We're dumb. But we're pretty. We're not
1: very smart. But we're pretty. <laughs> Do you want to uh, donate to our Patreon? Because it's badass.
0: And if you want to donate to our Patreon, you're going to go to patreon.com. Backslash Color My Dead podcast. And there's lots of different perks for you guys to check out. You can donate a dollar up to 50 and every penny counts you guys. So we appreciate every single one of you guys.
1: Yeah. And if you want to do a one time donation, you can do it on PayPal at ColorMyDeadPodcast.gmail.com. Yeesh. Yeesh.
0: So today we're going to do something a little different and it's going to rustle some fucking jimmies. Um, I want you to guys, I want you guys to understand something. This person that is sitting in with us will be using a pseudonym.
1: Um, He also has a blurred face. We can't see him.
0: Yeah. It's pixelated. (laughs) Uh, it's a survivor story of a different type. And I wanted this to go out. It's something that I've toyed with and I've spoken with him about it. So, uh, Today we're going to talk to a person who is a registered sex offender and hear his story and then we're going to have a little Q&A and I hope you guys at the end of this have a different perspective of the registry. So, so that being said, introduce yourself.
2: All right. I am Rusty Shackelford.
1: <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say Blurry Face. My name is blurry, my, face. My face we, is blurry Face. We can
2: go either way. Blurry face, Rusty Shackleford. But I do like Rusty yeah, Shackleford.
1: I'm gonna call you Rusty.
2: Yeah, there's there's a thousand different names you can call me, and I'm sure I'll get called a lot of them by the time we're done with this podcast. But uh <laughs> basically, uh I was charged with originally my first charge was sexual rape of a child. And I know that's pretty steep, but we ended up pleading it down to sexual abuse of a child. Uh, I take that in for a second. Pretty serious. Uh, the first one was a first degree felony, the second one was a second degree felony. I don't know. What had happened is I had just graduated high school. Literally, I was 18 for 5 months. And what had happened is I went to a party and there was particular lady there that i was attracted to at the time as most 18 year old boys are and when i <clears throat> we connected we had a lot of fun you know we one thing led to another we ended up sleeping together i i don't know how specific you guys want me to be on that good with that
1: uh, uh... I think that covers plenty. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I don't All want right. the full details. Sure. Yeah, no. sure.
2: Um, like I said, open book. So even if after this, I'll I'll open it up. If you guys have questions in the comments, obviously you're not going to hear directly from me, but Angel and Nikki both have access to know how to get a hold of me. And if you have questions in the comment section or whatever, feel free to reach out and we can answer them the best we can. Moving forward. Um, she ended up lying to me about her age and... Again, we're not going to give, I don't want to, I want to keep her identity more safe than my own. So we're actually not going to give you the age, but just know that the charges was child. So in the state of Utah, there's a certain age of consent that is, if you are at that age or below that age, you no longer know quote unquote what you're doing. Um, and so no matter what it is, whether you consent at that age or not, you, the person that
3: engages
0: in that activity
2: is it's rape, um, because technically you don't know what you're saying yes to. That's so okay. If you want to Google it, you can find out that way, but to keep the person. the person safe, we're going to just keep it that way. So one thing led to another, and I'm going to say roughly, let's see, this happened in May, around August that year, it came out of how old she actually was. And when I found out, I went in to the police and turned myself in. Told them this is what had happened. They said we're going to investigate it, and then we'll get back with you. Now, don't ask me why they did that. Typically, I was expecting to go in there and get arrested on the spot, but they did not arrest me. They wanted to look into it a little bit further, and then about a week or so later, I was arrested and came in to the police station. They in handcuffs, blah blah blah. Um, they questioned me again. Um, this time they had a little bit more specific questions they would ask, like, did you do it? You know, how did you do it? When did it happen?
0: Oh my God. They asked you how, like
2: it's very specific. Yes. Wow.
0: Jesus Christ. Okay.
2: Yeah. Not like graphic detail questions, but question enough that they were trying to confirm her story with my story and moving forward. Gotcha. So
1: I wanted to make sure that you didn't do more than you said you yes, did.
2: Correct. Type thing. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Okay. it. Um, and from there, I was booked into the jail, um, local jail. I don't know if you guys want to know all that, but it was local. And <clears throat> I was only there for about 15 hours. My grandparents actually made my bail, which was $100,000. Uh, Holy with a, shit. With a bondsman, it was 10000
1: Wow. And
2: so, yeah. So well, they, they found the money and got me out of there as quick as they could. And then... We ended up hiring an attorney out of Salt Lake and rinse and repeat for about a year and a half. It was not until, this was happened in 2004, not until 2005 was I actually charged with the crime I uh, pled guilty in a court of law. And it was, it was a long drawn out case. It was actually kind of ridiculous how, what was happening. I know what my attorney was trying to do for me is he's trying to, Prolong the inevitable of sending me to jail and trying to build a case up the best he could. But in the end, I was, I pled guilty. I admitted that what had happened was wrong, whether or not I was lied to. Um, I was the adult in the situation, and so I, uh, what's the word, took accountability for that. And uh, so we went to, we did a lot of continuations, we did a lot of this and that and the other. And when the sentencing sentencing came, time, I stood up and the judge said, are you ready to be sentenced? Do you have anything to say for myself? And I remember gripping the little podium thing and I was so scared because not 10 seconds before that he said, so this is, or sorry, it's been a long time. It's been like 15 years or so, so. Yeah. So I'm standing there, and he's like, do you have anything to say for yourself? And I remember gripping the podium, and I was my knuckles were literally, literally white because um, I was so scared, And like an 18-year-old getting ready to go to prison. Like... Well,
1: no kidding. You have every right <laughs> to be scared at that point.
2: Exactly. And so I, I honestly didn't know what to say other than, you know, I, I was human. I made a mistake. I should have, you know, looked into it further. Um, I should have known to just step away from it and not engage in that kind of activity and that this was going to haunt me for the rest of my life. Um, I wanted to go into the Navy. I was going to go as far as I could. I was hoping I could go actually like Navy SEAL. And after that, I was my plan was to do my, my tour, do my term in the military, and then come back and do uh, firefighting. And... I couldn't do that anymore. That's so, never
0: gonna happen now.
2: And we could actually go into that later because that's still affecting me to this day. It's kind of bullshit, but yeah, <laughs> I did the I did the crime. So, but uh,
0: I can appreciate the fact that you're at least like, okay, I fucked up. Even though it's to me, I don't feel as though a hundred percent of this is your fault, based on the knowledge
1: of. Being lied to about an age, yeah. um, well, and who didn't? I didn't, but who didn't lose their virginity at a young age? I talked to lots of people, and they—oh, like, I did. Yeah. See, and so anybody that's out there judging right now about the ages, think about how old you were when you lost oh, dude, your virginity. I—I I, I was fourteen. I was seventeen because I didn't even kiss anybody until I was sixteen. I'm just but... saying, like. <laughs>
2: Well, maybe this isn't the podcast for you, Nick.
0: <laughs> right? Jesus!
1: You Fucking late. Sorry. <laughs> like,
2: lots,
0: lots of people were doing yeah, yeah. Crazy like shit. 12, at 13, I mean, 14, 14. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean,
2: yep. Yep. But yep.
0: anyway, moving forward.
2: Moving forward. So I'm I'm literally there, literally sitting there, white knuckling this podium, shaking like adrenaline's pumping, um, and I remember after I said that, the the judge gave me this half cocked smile. And in a weird way, at that moment, I was like, he's either going to literally fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting or, it in
1: the ass in prison, Or sir.
2: something, or he's like, what you said is true. Um, and after that, he's like, okay, so here's your final sentencing uh, sexual abuse of a child, which holds a five, or sorry, excuse me, 15 to life sentencing.
1: Jesus. Um, in fuck. prison.
2: And we're not talking state prison. We're talking federal pound you in the ass prison.
1: You really would take it in yeah. the ass, yeah. yeah. That, you, An you're... eighteen
2: year old pretty mouth sex offender. I probably wouldn't be alive. You'd
1: be holding somebody's pocket. Pocket, <laughs> yeah. If you ask, you'd be holding a fucking pocket. Hold my pocket, bitch. And Jesus. have no
2: teeth. So, oh, um, oh. <laughs> and at that moment, my whole world went black, and all I could see was his face as he's talking. Because I was like, well. Guess I'm going to prison for Here it goes. 15 to, to reiterate what that means is I would be in there for a minimum of 15 years to a maximum of life. So I couldn't go before the parole board or ask for anything until after 15 years God damn. and 18, what's 18 plus 15, 33. Yes. I would still be in prison.
1: Yeah, you would.
2: So, and, uh, he said, I'm going to suspend that. And I about passed out, and he said, I'm going to give you 30 days of jail, uh, 30 days on an ankle monitor, um, sex offender, rehabilitation therapy, and you're going to be on probation until you get that done.
0: Wow. So, after, explain to me your 30 days in jail.
2: (laughs) Thirty days of jail was actually uh, the, the first time around. Um, we can actually go into that a little bit later.
1: Was, was it county jail? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut yes. you off. County jail, yep. just here. Okay. Yes,
2: county jail. Uh, at the old jail, not the new one.
1: <laughs> not the new fancy <laughs> one. You got the old little yeah. one. Yep. It's
2: super cold. <laughs> No, just kidding. Uh, at first, when I went in there, everybody told me to lie about what I had done, because well, obviously, uh, we for know. obvious reasons people don't like sex offenders in jail of right. course. and it, it eventually came out that it i had went to jail or i mean what i went to jail for my cellmate was okay with it but there was one guy that came from state prison that was getting ready to get out that was not okay with it and it was like a wiener measuring contest with him no matter what we said or did he was always cooler because he went to prison I don't
1: because he's been in the big house
2: he's probably taking it in the ass but
1: I'm taking it in the ass you've been sitting here in county (laughs) (laughs) you you uh, little piss on
3: he
2: he cornered me in a cell and he tried to fight me but he ended up hitting the wall
3: and
2: (laughs) broke his hand and so I, I walked out and that was the end of it um that was about the only confrontation in jail that I had um there was another guy that was like that would pick on people that the shower itself was like, we, we didn't have private showers, but it was right. like one shower per block. And so if you wanted to shower, you had to shower in front of everybody. Right. Minus one little curtain. And he'd like grab people in the shower. And so I laid one on him. He didn't grab me. In the Not, a Not a kiss. Not oh, a kiss. Okay. He tried to punch <laughs> me <laughs> or he tried to grab me and I punched him. Good. So yeah. I think um, that's
0: really obnoxious. Like, don't fucking it, touch me when I'm naked and vulnerable.
1: That's just
0: weird. <laughs> just don't. I'll, I'll I wash your back. <laughs> that's it.
2: <laughs> as, as terrible as it is, like, looking back on it as an 18-year-old, jail sucked. I was really scared going into it. But now that I'm older and I look back on it, I was like, eh, really wasn't that bad. The food sucked. We had rotten milk now and then. And all we did was watch Cops on TV. Oh,
0: oh well. I mean... Why are you so sweaty? <laughs> I mean... I just got done watching cops.
2: <laughs> Literally, that's that's what they would watch. I mean, there'd be people that would try to Bogart the remote for some sense of power. But... And for
0: those of you that don't know what Bogart is, <laughs> it's fucking holding the remote like an asshole and not sharing.
1: Asshole.
0: Exactly. exactly, exactly.
1: That yeah. asshole always has a remote.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Don't do that when I'm fucking drinking <laughs>
3: All right. it reminds me of that fucking
0: episode of south park the tsa episode <laughs> sir i just needs to check your ass ho. i'm a big boy i take big boy poops so i wipe my own ass i wipe my own- <laughs> big daddy yeah but so I wipe my own ass. <laughs> I like how he just lays down paper over everything. It's like, That's I probably mean, me, my first year of parenting. If just you fucking ever throw had some paper towels on it and fucking hope it goes away. You'd be
1: like, you're done with diapers now. You're like two. But then you just put newspapers
0: over everything. <laughs> like a puppy. <laughs> it. Okay. He's it in this corner. Here, we got
1: the,
2: yeah. Let's put out the puppy pads. I, I know how to use
1: those. <laughs> put him closer right and closer to the toilet. You just. We're <laughs> <or> potty <laughs> treatment.
2: <laughs>
0: Make Sure you be a puppy bed. Shit. All right. So after you get out of jail, you've got 30 days of an ankle monitor. How did that pan out?
2: It consisted of a lot of World of Warcraft. Okay, that's actually. I could
1: imagine. It's
2: like a whole other story of like depression and weight gain and blah 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 blah. But yeah, it was a. It was 30 days of World of Warcraft. Uh, My girlfriend at the time hated every second of it because.
1: Did she get jealous? Because the, the people you talked about or talked to on World of Warcraft. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. She's like, wouldn't you rather be with me, Mary? Which she's probably right. But, I
1: dated yeah. a guy that played World of Warcraft once, and he would be like, it's Warcraft night. I can't talk to you. And I'm like, I'm married what the fuck?
0: I married <laughs> a guy that fucking did And does I would sit there
1: and stew. D.
0: D D O and fucking <laughs> Warhammer, so oh, yeah. yeah.
1: He like literally wouldn't I, even yeah. answer a text. Like I would be I like, have... "What the fuck, man!" Oh, I
0: can threaten Spencer into answering me. He knows better now, but well, we didn't yep. date long enough for the threatening to <laughs> yep. happen.
2: Thankfully, that I ended up quitting that game a long time ago. And anyway, so it was pretty. It was pretty basic. Um, basically, they came in, they put an ankle monitor on me, and I had to go in once a week to a probation officer. And I couldn't step a hundred... So think of it like a shot collar for a dog. It, it right. looked just like that box. Okay. Um, <clears throat> if I stepped a hundred yards outside of that, um, the like SWAT team and helicopters... Yeah, it's like the and... fucking
0: scene out of Disturbia.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Where
0: like fucking blink, 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 yeah. blink, blink. You have 15 seconds
1: to get back into the fucking yep. perimeter. Exactly. Okay. Yep. I um, like that movie. I've seen that movie. I want everyone to... Take a minute oh, for the shock oh, to set in. I've seen yeah. disturbing. Oh, he's actually
0: watched a movie.
1: Oh. A scary movie. It scared <laughs> it's, the it's fuck not even out scary. of him. It scared me. Jesus. Shut up.
2: About so... and so th- he was super strict. Um, he's like I he, he the probation, probation officer. officer. Yeah, okay. probation officer was really super strict about everything. He uh, he told me that I couldn't even mow my lawn because I was living with my, my mom at the time. Because it
1: was too far out. Because it was too far out. Jesus Christ. Yep. Okay.
2: Yep. I really pissed my mom off.
0: Oh, I'm sure, but let's not get into. Who's gonna
1: mow the fucking lawn? <laughs> not me. He can't you're <laughs> like what? Mom, I would take out the trash this and I would mow the lawn. Says but no. I can't. Yep. Yep. No, exactly so I go. Yeah. You Exactly. Sorry. So,
2: uh and then I just have to go in and check with him every week on Monday or something like that and then go home. And then as soon as that was over, the uh I actually forgot that I was supposed to do therapy and uh I went into my first probation office visit and uh, like official APNP probation. What's APNP? Adult probation and parole.
1: Oh, sorry. Sorry, I'm an idiot. So we're going to talk
0: in depth about the therapy. And I had asked our guest prior.
1: Rusty.
2: rusty,
0: rusty. Slash
1: blurry face. Blurry face. I wish I could make his voice, like, go really deep like they do in the, where you can see their face and their clothes. Oh, oh <laughs> like right. Like in lockup. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: I, like, I wish Witness I knew how to do that. Yeah. Um, I asked him prior, you know, what was off-limits with all of this, and he said nothing that I am an open book. And mm-hmm. we have had several conversations about this, and so I know, personally, and we're going to make him share not make you not make
2: me not make you i I want people to know (laughs) we are
1: making you
2: my main goal here uh before we go into this is i want people to know that uh there's a lot of heinous crimes out there that people need to to be aware of and need to know that you know some people get off a little bit easier and some people don't um to to break it to to break it off like there i sat in a room with five other people that that consisted of a a gentleman raping his three-year-old brother
1: holy shit um
2: and he was he was 18 um to a vietnam veteran who would break into people's houses and can i say masturbate Mm -hmm. yeah masturbate on people's faces while they were sleeping
1: oh lord that is not the way to wake <laughs> you up say anything on here
2: okay, like fine. we're
0: we're
1: listed as we, explicit
0: like okay. you say whatever all the fuck you want and all we right.
1: say things we shouldn't say a lot of the time
2: <laughs> and we're explicit so. we like
1: yeah, to push that fucking limit here <laughs> yeah, i just i just want to push that fucking bar. what's the limit so, i'm gonna push it
0: <laughs> so you so, say whatever you
2: want okay all right so to to that extent and um
0: he masturbated on people's faces. Could you, yeah.
2: ima- could could you, you imagine? Could
0: you imagine?
2: Could you, not? you fucking not?
0: Could you, could you fucking not? not? Could you fucking not?
1: God. Waking yep. up to cum squirting on your yep. face and old yep. balls right there? Like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> God. Can not you, you just teabag me? God? God. Just. Get waking up with
0: a fucking uh, shit stuck to your face? What the fuck? What happened? What did my I God, eat in my sleep? Real life? Real. Jesus. Real, oh, real. Fuck. Alright, so... <clears throat> gas could you not come on my
3: face? <laughs>
2: could you not?
3: Get me on the Christ. neck so it's really... or the arm. <laughs> so, Go. <laughs> could you at least get the teats? Like, fucking Fiergas <laughs>
0: fucking put it on my tits. Not on <laughs> the face. It's gonna clog me pores.
1: <laughs> I'd rather clean it up it's me bad. cleavage. <laughs> oh. Okay. So, so moving
2: forward, it could get Potentially a little graphic. Uh, viewer discretion is advised. <laughs> Fair
1: enough. <laughs> Hence the beginning, the disclaimer. Yep. Yeah, we have a the disclaimer. disclaimer All right, perfect. You're yeah. covered. Perfect. 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 You're good. Right. You're good.
2: I think I wanted to say that more so just because I know that this is going to be hard for a lot of listeners. Um, so now is the time to shut it off. If you're like, fuck this guy, he's a child molester, I want nothing to do with this. Because it's going to get a little intense, I would imagine. So... When I first went to therapy, um, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And at this point, I had a lot of, uh, I was like, fuck this. I don't need to be here. Like, I was lied to. Um, I had that 18-year-old immaturity of not taking accountability for my actions. And I ended up violating my probation because of it. Um, I had a huge porn addiction. And again, we can have a discussion about that off the air if you guys want to. Or on the air, I don't care. Um, But it... Ended up playing a major role in my crime.
1: But um, did it? Kate, okay, did you have the porn addiction before yes, this? Yes, okay, yep. I was wondering if it started while you were on yep. home on house arrest. Nope. or it was, if it, was yeah, okay. it was before. It was
2: before. It was It's probably since I was like 13 years old or so. I had been.
0: This is actually. Uh, we'll get into this later, but it was actually I likened our guest Rusty to. Uh, Don Juan. Do you remember that movie? Did no. you ever watch it? No. Where, oh yeah, that's right. I told totally you. Remember we, yeah, yeah, yeah. we talked about that. Yeah. Where the sound of the computer booting up was actually more a enticing. Trigger. It was like a, ch- a trigger, yeah.
1: like a. T- yeah. a than an act, like than an actual person, or just the. Yes. Yes. Yep. And yep. and and to be very clear, I know
0: this person very well, um, and. When I first met him, I thought he was a great person and then I learned about his crime and I was immediately put off. I was like, get him the fuck out of my house. I don't want him here. Um, I don't want him around my kids. And my husband took me aside and was like, you need to know some things before you make these kinds of judgments because I threw a fucking fit. And he was like, if you would like to have a conversation with this person... Please do so. He encourages everybody to to talk Talk to him, to ask questions. And so I finally did. And after hearing his story and learning about everything, it turned me over to a a point of perspective where you need to ask questions. I'm not saying that every person that commits a sexual crime is like this but it it screamed volumes to know that he turned himself in like he he learned that he did something wrong and he turned himself in i was like oh
1: okay well that makes me feel a little bit better well there's somebody else that i think we're going to discuss later too that i knew all through like from seventh grade to high school and i saw him on the sex offenders list and i was like what the. Fuck man. Yeah, I hung but... out with him all the way through high school. Right. And I didn't understand what it was. Like I wished I wish that they could put more information on there, like what happened, right. what they did, because I judged him for a really long time until you told me what actually happened. Right. And this was like decades that I judged the fuck out of this guy. Right. Because I it's... was like, God damn it. But what I did the, the same fuck? thing.
0: I did the same thing, and yep. I did the same thing to our guest. It's, and
2: it's natural to do that. Like you see something, especially if you have kids, or uh, right, it's natural to be like, "Fuck that guy! Like I don't want anything to do with him. Hey, get him the fuck
1: out of my house! Yeah. Like, you, why, when, why is he here? With you, I already knew you when I found yep. out about it, and yep. I was like, "Oh, really? And it it wasn't like a judgy really. I was like, "What went wrong? Because yep. I yep. already knew you. I'm yep. like, "No, this isn't this right.
0: isn't real. But it was something that. It took me having a conversation with my husband, in the best interest of my kids, because mm-hmm. I was freaked the fuck out. Oh yeah, of course. And and you know that we have yeah, talked yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. And then having a conversation with you and being like, "Oh shit," so go into the therapy.
2: Yeah. So I did. I did therapy through uh, like it's it was like a third party therapist. He's the only one in our town that that did it. <clears throat> and um. It was, uh, like I was saying before, it was, I was very much anti-therapy. I didn't, I didn't think I needed it. I didn't want it. I, I said, fuck this guy. Like, I didn't think that I had a porn addiction. I didn't think that I needed help. I was like, you know what? I didn't make a mistake. Granted, you know, I did turn myself in, but then I started getting really resentful for everything that I was like, well, fuck, what, why did I turn myself in if I got to do all this shit, yeah. you know? And then the alternative being like, well, you could go to prison. and But I, I didn't think of that. I just I was like a spoiled teenager and was like, you know what, I, fuck this. Like,
1: Well, when we're 18, our brains don't.
2: Don't think like that, yeah. Know. And so I didn't do a lot of therapy until he started, my therapist actually started saying, hey, like, if you don't get your act together, you're going to go back to, to jail. And I ended up violating my probation. And right around the time... It, You could take this for how you guys want to, but right around the time, I'm not going to go into the details of this therapy because it wasn't, I didn't do much. I was like, I just like explained, um, it started to come out that I I had been looking at porn and I didn't realize that looking at porn had violate, was a violation of my probation agreement. I could drink beer when I was, if, when I turned 21, but I couldn't look at porn and they actually have like at that point, I don't know what they have now, but they had like little, disks and shit that they could scan your computer even if you cleared your history and find your porn which they never did because I openly admitted to it um again and so <clears throat> my therapist said, "Hey, if you don't start doing this, we're going to violate your probation. I'm going to tell your probation officer." And I was sitting at home one night and <laughs> Jerking out no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so he walked in home. the door. Little I was just waving. Yeah. Fucking... Sorry, that's I, fucking... I was tugging on it. He it's walked through the front door. It's funny now. It's funny now. It's funny
2: now. It's okay. So <laughs> it's a serious conversation, but I think we need to make it lighthearted. That's like what, that, we, so. do.
1: That's what we do. And it's people who we are like 47 episodes in 48. This is forty eight. <laughs> if people don't know that by now, then them. Fuck fuck like em. figure it out. We yeah. we like to make funny jokes to get past the serious. It yeah. helps us get through it. Yeah, we make nasty jokes about
2: everything. I don't I literally don't remember what I was doing at that point. Um but my probation officers came over pretty regularly to check out the house, check for guns, you know, stuff like that cuz being a felon you can't have guns. And uh <clears throat> they came in, they came downstairs and they're like we got to talk to you man to man. Um we're going to violate your probation. And I was like, "Well, fuck. fuck. Here we go." <laughs> like,
1: All right.
2: And My therapist and I did not get along. Uh, They didn't actually send me to jail for another week or two after that. And I I continued to go back to the therapy. And I told the guys, like, look, like, I have a problem. I didn't realize I had a problem, but um, I totally forgot a totally important detail. As part of the therapy, they make you take certain tests. One of them is a polygraph test, and the other one I'm going to call a Peter Reader test because I can't remember what the actual name of it is. But this a, is
1: I I explained this to her. Yeah, so I'm she's, ready. She's, she's ready. And this was in your first therapy. Yes. The, okay.
2: So, um, they technically you have to do it. You have to take a polygraph about. So it's a four step program. Let's go into that. It's a four step program. Um, each level you have to take this test at least a polygraph, once, and then a Peter reader halfway through, and then a Peter reader at the end of stage four or level four.
1: They don't take one at the beginning though. No. Okay.
2: I did. Um wow. Explain
1: explain what it is.
2: So are Peter, you right? yeah, no. Okay. There's just a lot of memories that are coming back that I Yeah. probably should when you yeah. So way even before all this happened, before court, before the the jail time, um sorry guys. I had to go to a um like a counseling pre op psychoanalysis basically. And yeah. And it was three days of me sitting here talking to various counselors. They asked me very explicit questions um, about life, pornography, um, growing up. Was I abused? Like with my parents? Was there anything going on with that? And a lot of shit came out that I had. I can't even remember. But it was it was pretty hard. Um, and I remember just bawling after I was done. Um, the Peter Reader. That was the first time I ever took the Peter Reader, and they take this little metal clasp um it's very flexible it's got a wire that goes to a computer and they put it on your genitals your genitals specifically your penis um and then they put these little glasses on you and headphones and then they show you pictures of little children playing in their underwear in what could be considered sexual positions so like little boys bending over picking up a block or a little girl sitting down with her legs spread apart, playing with toys, and then they tell you explicit so- stories.
1: Well, people like the dude it, we it, just it, covered, the it, motherfucker it, we just covered, Rodney Alcala, who raped an eight-year-old. That would have like that would have been him. He would have been very Yeah. Well, that would have been great if they had fucking done it to him. But and that was not 1977. Rusty, because. Uh, yeah. Oh, Rusty Nails, I can't remember your last Shackleford. name. Shackleford. Yes, Shackleford. <laughs> is not attracted to... An eight-year-old. Yeah. An eight-year-old. Thank God.
2: And so, and then what they would do, not only were there images, but there was also very vivid stories about uh, rape, incest. Um,
1: Which oh probably scarred you, like... Dude, I can't... Learning oh. all that stuff. <laughs> Did it? Like, when, it, it, when you heard it, it well, was like in your head. It was hard.
2: It was very hard to, to listen to. Um, I could very, imagine because,
1: like, researching yeah. an 8-year-old getting raped bothers me, and then you probably had to hear it was kind forced. of the same mm-hmm. stuff. was
2: forced to do it. It was uh, not only 8-year-olds, but to, like, infants up to 16. Yeah. Very stories. And you couldn't tune it out because you had to listen for a specific beep on the left-hand side or the right-hand side, and you had two little things in your hand. And if you saw that, you clicked... You click the other side. Oh God! So you had to.
1: So they scarred you as well as checking to see if you're uh, actually a sexual predator. Yep,
2: I wouldn't say they scarred me, but
1: I was... would. Uh, yeah, I would. It, it was rough. That it scars was... me just thinking <laughs> about it.
2: It was hard, but uh, yeah. So moving forward, that is the Peter Reader test, and I, I'm sorry, I don't know the actual scientific term. I'm sure you guys can Google it. If you I really enjoy
1: the Peter Reader name. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I mean, they, they check for your arousal whether or not you get a boner or not um, and if you get a boner obviously well then you're attracted to that and so then they do a lie detector test where they ask you very basic questions is your name Rusty Shackelford is your age 18 is your mother's maiden name da 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 so fast forwarding um, back to where we were uh, just about to violate or I had just violated my probation agreement and um, my therapist had actually told me that the only way that I was ever going to beat my uh, porn addiction is to go back to church. Yeah.
1: That's what All the right. therapist said? That's what he said. Okay. Word for, word, for word. He said, if you don't you're... find
2: Christ, you're not going to fix your addiction.
0: Uh, yeah. Was well, he behind the couch? Because that's usually where <laughs> that's I That's where find Jesus with is. Yeah. He's <laughs> with usually the keys. behind the couch.
1: <laughs> with the keys. And so you've lost.
2: And, and then, so when I told my probation officer that I was like, look guys, like I, I've told him about this. Like I knew, I didn't realize that it was a problem until it obviously until it was a problem.
0: I I, I have a question. So it is normal human behavior to look at pornography in my opinion. Sure. Now, what made you realize that your looking at pornography was an issue?
2: Well, at that point in time, it was because of, it was violating my probation, and that everybody that I'd been listening to said, "Hey, that's a problem. You need to not." But do what
1: that. defines a problem? That you're doing it, or but, is that it you're... that you're doing it 18 times a day? Is it?
2: It was three to four times a day. Okay. So okay.
1: It... But you're 18. Right. Well, I'm. Let I, me. I, I'm, I'm... So
2: I. I know you guys have a lot of questions about this, but it'll sorry. it'll start to make sense as we go through the okay. the, yeah, the therapy sorry. the therapy timeline. And so. At that point, I knew that I wasn't going to get along with my therapist because at this point, I was very anti-church. I didn't want anything yeah. to do with it. They had shunned my family growing up and blah, 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 blah. And I was dating a girl from a different town. And I wanted to move to that town because a lot of my high school friends moved there. And so I was like, I talked to my probation officer. I was like, I, I'm more than happy to do, you know, my probation violation. But after that, can I be transferred to said town? um and he's like absolutely let's get you through this and then we'll once you get through your jail time or whatever we'll go we'll, we'll ship you down there so i ended up i went back to the judge and here i am white knuckling the you know podium because he can send me to prison at this point for violating my probation Oh shit. he ended up giving me 30 more days and they granted me permission to move down to said town and they so after that i moved down there and i knew that this was going to be a new beginning for me i was probably right around let's see it's 18 19 so probably right around 20 21 years of age by the time i by the time this happened um, probably 20 21 when my birthday rolled around um, and so i went down there and i had my probation transferred and the probation officer was actually a lot more intense than my previous probation officer like my previous probation officer was like eh, whatever you know like i'm into geeky things i have swords and shit and fight with sticks and blah 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 um into martial arts so on and so forth and the guy the probation officer down there said you can't have any of that like as a felon you can't have any uh, projectile weapons that you may includes, not have a stick may not have anything like that because his his reasoning was actually pretty cool because he literally told me he's like because you could have that out and hitting me before I could draw my gun so it's he wanted to wrong. go home to he wanted to go home to his family so I was like all right all right, all right cool that's fine okay fine, fine. <laughs> I'll leave them packed up send them back to the hometown no. Then I went to therapy and my therapist down there was like, hey, um, do you want us to look at your past work and then move forward from there? And I could have said yes, but I told her, no, I did not want to. I wanted to start over from scratch. Um, I wanted to be 100% honest and upfront about everything that I'd been going through because at this point, I'm getting to the age that I was like, all right, it's time to start. Like, I can't not do this and get away with it i have to do this so i might as well face facts and apply myself to it now in therapy they make you do assignments which are very explicit assignments like down to the detail like they wanted us to write our autobiography leading up to the event um up to the crime um they wanted us to write out like apology letters to the victims um they wanted us to write out like what happened um, and it was actually pretty intense because a lot of the the people, we'd have to read them in group. So in therapy, we'd have to go to an individual session once a week and then a group session once a week, and it totaled uh, right around $150 per week.
1: Holy shit.
2: Thank God for my grandma. She paid for everything um, at that point in my life, so thanks to her. Um, Do you feel as though, and this is...
0: You can answer this or you don't have to. Um, do you feel as though you were sentenced properly for what you did? Yes. Explain.
2: Um, given the circumstances, obviously it could have been a lot worse than what it was. Uh, but at the end of the day, I feel like everything that happened needed to happen to me. Um, I'm not going to call it like... You can call it divine intervention if you like want a to. Fucking
0: serendipitous. Yeah,
2: but something. But it's but once I finally applied myself to the therapy and sitting in a room like that and and fo- facing facts. Um, this is my biggest piece of advice uh, to anybody that's going through this right now, any sex offender or anybody that's in prison or jail or whatever. Um, just do it. Like, it sucks and it's hard, but if you apply yourself to it and. And just accept the fact that you have to be there whether you feel you're everybody's innocent obviously but whether you're guilty innocent or you're in a shitty situation um do the therapy apply yourself to it to the best of your ability and there's something to learn and at the end of the day um those kind of people like your probation officer your parole officer they're not there to be against you they're there to hold you accountable and if you have somebody that holds you accountable obviously it's hard and they're they can be assholes if they want to but it's once you kind of change your thought process on it that they're actually on your team as long as you're doing the shit you're supposed to be doing
1: okay
2: it's it makes it easier to accept you know what i mean
1: yeah
2: um and so once i did that once i was like man the world's not actually out to get me the therapy's here to help me as hard as it was sitting in the room a lot of the time Listening to so stories of the Vietnam guy or the the brother that did that stuff to his little brother or uh, there's like countless other people that I could tell you about but I don't think it's really that important.
1: While you were in there, were you ever like I'm no I'm normal? Look at these guys. Did you have like hate towards anybody because you just did something that probably a lot of people did?
2: At very at first, yes. I honestly believed that I was like. When I heard those, when they told, because every night, every time we got a new member—not every night, but every every time somebody new came in—they literally had to tell, "Well, what's your crime?" And if you were bullshitting at any point, or they felt like you were bullshitting, it was their out. job to call you out on it and be like, "No, <laughs> that's not right. That's not like you. You're you're bullshitting us." Um, obviously, it's like pot calling the kettle black or whatever that saying is but yeah Yeah. hello pot
0: this is kettle you're fucking black (laughs) you're black well
2: but to to answer your question um did i feel like i should have been there with them at first no but as time went on and i accepted what had happened and i'd actually like applied myself to the assignments and stuff i started to realize a lot of things about myself that like the porn addiction was actually really serious and why it's so serious is because it affects everybody differently. But to me, what I had learned was if you look at a person on a screen and you get off to that repetitively, there's little narrow pathways in your brain um, that it's like a water, like water carves a Canyon, right? So you immediately go to that same source of relief. So if you're upset, right to porn if you're happy right to porn and it's they looking at porn actually releases the same chemicals as doing like cocaine or something like that so you it becomes an addiction Um, uh, I don't I don't whatever go moving forward Um, (laughs) and I didn't realize that and so what ends up happening is when you look at this person on a screen they become they no longer become a person they become an object to your sexual gratification
0: to your happiness, to your sadness, happiness. Yep. whatever.
2: And then you do that so much and you repeat that over and over and over and over and over again that it affects your relationships in real life. Right. And my wife and I actually went through this when we first got together um, because my, not for a long time, my pornography addiction actually went with me through therapy and then after therapy. Um, and it wasn't until probably three years ago that I realized that I really need to like because it was affecting because I just didn't care about people and it was to the point that I couldn't actually be sexually aroused by
3: an actual
2: actual person and so I'd have to go to the prawn so that's that's why that's how I feel about it and well that's I don't know if I could. Um, if you really want to like dive into it and you want to research porn addiction, look up fightthenewdrug.org.
0: It's very um, interesting, uh, and it's like I joke about it. Yeah, of um, course, everybody you does. Know, with even I do. Utah being, you know, porn yeah, we is the don't new
1: fucking. But we don't joke about people who are addicted to it. We joke about Utah making it like, illegal.
2: Uh, yeah. What? Well, what was that like a a life crisis or something like that? Yeah, yet? I don't know. Yeah, it was like they um, just changed it over to something very serious in Utah.
1: Well, the,
0: the only time I've ever taken it serious is in this specific situation um, because I didn't realize that people had an addiction yep. until I watched that movie and yep. then I spoke with you right. and then I was like, oh shit, that's like a yep. real
2: fucking thing. And it's very real, it's very real. I, um,
1: yeah, I didn't know it was a thing until a couple of years ago and, yeah. and I had a friend whose husband, she said he was addicted to porn. I'm like... It's well, a real thing. How do you, how do you I, get a bit I, addicted I, to that? I mean, like, is, is it know, everybody? <laughs> I did know.
0: I just didn't wrap my brain around it because I had a fiance when I was quite young that would spend hours scouring the fucking internet looking for very specific things and downloading it, and I mean, fucking hours. Yep. And uh, I would get upset because I was like, "Fuck, man, what are you, what are you fucking doing?" Nothing, nothing. Nothing, yes. But he, you know, later I would find images or videos or whatever. And I mean, it was fucking the early 2000s and it was fucking terabytes on external uh, hard drives and shit, you know. And I mean, that was a lot of fucking space back then and a lot of money to buy that kind of shit. And I was like, when I found it and I plugged it in and I looked at it, I was like. What the fuck are you doing? I've and been I don't there, think and it, yeah, it didn't register with me. Um. What's funny is the guy's current girlfriend has reached out to me about that. Is this normal? No, the fuck it isn't, nope. and it is so, not new. No, no, it's nope. not like alert. It's not a current behavior that nope. you just, like, picked up. Right. Like, this has been going on for 15 years. And,
1: minutes, it's, so. and
2: a, another thing is it's so highly addictive is because it's it's that easy to get your hands on. it's so easy. Like,
0: you
1: can
2: just Google...
0: You said hands-on. Sorry. This is like me
1: with food. Like, every time he says, like, when, I well, do, when is... I'm sad, when I'm happy, like, that, that's me with food. It's... Yep.
0: Well, and it is. It yep. is. Like, yep.
1: literally, I'm not even making a joke. No, I know. This is me with food.
0: Like, he knows. Yep. He knows. Yep.
1: Yeah, I, I, I yeah. am
0: that person that, like, if I'm sad, let's eat. If I'm happy, happy. let's eat. If I've had a bad day, let's fucking eat. If, if I'm bored, I'm, let's eat. Let's
1: exactly. Eat. Like let's yeah. let's go yeah, ahead and eat. Watch that is my TV problem. And see fucking fritos and be like, "Yep, let's eat." But when, Steph, here, we go. Yep. Yeah. When <laughs> when I um say when people are talking about their addiction and I say that I have a food addiction, yeah. they laugh at me. No, I'm like, real. "No, it's fucking real." It is this is a real. real thing. I understand yep. addiction cuz I have a food addiction. Hence yep. everything I look like. Like I really do have a food addiction. Dude, I'm
0: just thankful that, like now, I can only eat limited amounts.
1: Of st- I, me limit. too, but I st- I go ahead and push that fucking limit. <laughs> <laughs> I push that envelope. Yeah, I just do. Just like
2: people do with porn. Yeah,
1: I do. <laughs> well, and know. that's
2: going back to your friend. Like that's the thing about it is like you can you can Google uh, we'll say softcore porn or uh, YouTube girls in swimming suits or something like that and and get off to that, but eventually. Just yeah, like any other drug, it's gonna, going to be like, well that's be not a, enough. A, a and then fucking you, evolution. Yep. And then of you find things. something more intense, something more intense, something I've, more intense. And that's why they actually say that it promotes rape culture.
0: It, I would agree to that because I've spent I look at pornography, you know, on occasion. Sure. I can't even make eye contact with you when I say that. <laughs> but, She's uh, like looking
1: at the I'm wall I'm like, oh
0: shit, people know I look at people banging. Uh no, but I spent some time on the dark web.
2: Of course, of course. And
0: uh the things that you will see there as far as pornography goes is straight up 100% like sadomasochistic yep. non consent what is non non consensual non-consensual fucking rapey yep. shit. Yep. And um that upsets me. Yeah. Like if yeah. you're into that, like if you want to get fucking choked a little bit, and, like, have a taco Just a later. little bit, Just though. a little bit. Like, there has got to be a fucking safe word. Oh, I know, yeah. dude. Like, I'm okay with that fucking hand on my cheek just a little bit. But as long as we get wow. fucking tacos later, like, I'm good with it. You know what I mean? Like, like that
1: thing that Rocky posted. Share this if you like tacos or getting choked during sex. On and I was like, well, what about both? Both. because Is both mean, an option?
0: Because, and. Yeah. Like, just a little and then feed me. Um, and tell me I'm pretty. Chocolate, uh, chocolate it, as it, well. It, it
2: honestly affects everybody a little bit differently, uh, obviously, but for some people it can be very serious, and they need to they seek out right. help. If you're, you know,
0: right, going um, at it
2: f- five plus times a day, or even even like
0: if you're if you're more turned on by pie pie, pie. By,
2: by the computer or pie an image the computer. on a
0: screen
2: than an image on a screen or by an image on a screen versus your girlfriend or boyfriend
0: maybe i'm looking to some you help you might need a little bit you feel. might need
1: to check yourself yep.
0: um and that's kind of where we're headed with that conversation moving out of therapy how has this impacted you as a human being now like
2: S- today or well
0: like like mm, so i mean i've all I've, of it.
2: I've got like threats um i've got people that have like trolled me on the internet um i recently got kicked off facebook
0: for fucking I've, ever.
2: For I would I had been on Facebook for probably twelve plus years or so, and somebody kicked me off Facebook. Um, I had people leave notes on my car when I first got out of uh, jail. They left notes in my car saying, "Hey, we know." And then they posted a picture of my. Uh, they printed off a the registry on the on the internet and, web, put, it your and put it on my car to let you know.
1: know that they know. Yeah,
2: we know. There's a lot of people that like Angel that have came to me and been like, what the fuck? But they weren't as understanding as her. And then they just disappear. I've had people like girlfriends from the past come up and be like, well, was it because we didn't and, or didn't we, we didn't sleep together. And it's like, no, I had nothing to do with that. Like, don't even, um, the, it's been hard, but the hardest part now, like I've dealt with this for since I was 18, since 2004, yeah, your so whole adult I'm, life. It's like nothing new to me, but it's when it affects my wife and my son, my stepson, that uh, that that it sucks because that's not fair to them. Like it's, uh, but other than that, like I have to I have to go into the sheriff's office twice a year and update my shit, uh, my registry, make sure that everything's good there. Um, if I change my job, if I change my address, I have to go down and register, update it like within 48 hours or something like that. Otherwise I will go back to jail. Um, I can't have any firearms or projectile weapons. You can even
0: have a slingshot,
2: can't even have a slingshot (laughs) or like an airsoft gun or a Paintball gun—you can't have those as a felon. Um, Well, I
0: mean, on a brighter note, it's a good thing you have big ass fucking dogs in your house, and you can't have a fucking
2: gun. I
0: mean, if somebody breaks in, (laughs) God bless you—you might get in, but you're not. Fiergas, you're not getting fucking out. (laughs) You're not getting out of here.
2: (laughs) Christ. Oh man, yeah, that's the best part about that—they say keep me protected. Uh, Just—it's ruined a lot of relationships. It's, but at the same time, like, I'm also very thankful in a way, for what it's done for me. Um, Because, A, I got a lot of the help that I needed from therapy because I applied myself to it. Yeah. Um, And that's the biggest thing is I realized how I could be better as a person. Um, The probation, yeah, it sucked. It was hard to to have somebody else hold your life in their hands and be like, well, if you're you're fucking up, well, we'll just scrape you under the rug. And you can't
1: make your own decisions if you want to move. You can't just decide to move and go.
2: Technically, I still can't do that um, without a lot of, of trail work or paperwork. Um, I moved down to Arizona and for about four months or so, it's too fucking hot down there for me um <laughs> I was down- fuck
1: that dude i was like <laughs> come that home come yeah, home rusty come back rusty there was that it's um, bad down there they, they,
0: every day there's so many mur- day that. I was like dude there's gila monsters there's fucking scorpions
1: <laughs> there's giant like, ass tarantulas
0: fucking, there's spiders <laughs> fuck just, it fuck it feed. come back know. to utah just need to fucking come home
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're safe here so
2: but down there they're they're actually, surprisingly, they're a lot more strict on their sex offenders than they are in Utah, which blew my mind.
1: Because Utah is usually stricter on everything. Yes. Right. Yes. Everything.
2: So the I went down there. I was off probation. I I'd completed therapy, and I was done with everything. I moved down there. Um, I was going to college, and my college is based out of there. And so I went down there. I went to the local prison and or the local sheriff's department and re-registered down there, had everything approved, processed down there and a guy shows up to my house and he has this sign says registered sex offender has my picture on it and i'm like well what is that and he's like well this is your sign i need to know um, we need to talk a little bit about what happened and if you have any of your paperwork from therapy, any of your past accomplishments, for was being he a dick done. about
1: it? Are you fucking kidding me? No, he was but not, didn't tell me about. He was
2: a- not a dick about it. He was. He was very. But up front he's of a him.
1: parent, right?
2: Yeah. No, 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 no. This was the the sheriff's office bringing a sign. Oh, you
1: I thought you, know you were going to say it was like a, a legit guard
2: sign. Oh that god, in my yard. I thought you were saying <gasps> like they it didn't. was a They did Father, that no, became... no, no. This was uh, this was the local. Uh, he was over the sex offender watch through the the local PD police department. Yeah. So he brings a sign and he's like, I need to see any paperwork that you have. Um, any of your like, uh, little pamphlet thing, certificate saying that you completed therapy, probation, yada, yada, yada. Because if you don't, then you're with your particular crime, uh, sexual abuse of a child that makes you technically a predator. And we have to post this in your yard. So I pulled out all my paperwork and showed him, and he went through it and he's like, oh, all right, you're cool. We don't have to put this in your yard. So I I didn't end up having to do it.
1: I get where they're going. Oh, yeah. I I do too, because I I want to know if they're here by my kids. I want to know if it's okay to let my kids outside.
0: Of course. Mm -hmm. But like,
2: it's me. And it's, it's I'm, a different... I'm
0: very protective yeah. of my yeah. Rusty. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, Rusty, we're here for you. So I, I am. And people might crucify me for that. And I don't give a shit. So fuck
2: you. So,
1: yeah, but going back funny. to what I said, how okay. many people lost their virginity at a young age? Yep. And to who? Yep. Um,
0: I dated somebody that was 24 when I was 16. And then I dated somebody that was 33 when I was 17. And so did my mom. And so... Same
1: person or... No. Just kidding. Nope. <laughs> fuck, sorry.
2: Nope.
0: So, Daddy issues, I guess. So let's, well, out.
2: everybody Here I this... dated
1: was older than me. I was okay. 17 to 21 all the time.
2: So this is... There was one other guy that um, That was in there that had actually a, a case that makes mine... Like, you guys are probably going to be like, what the fuck? Why was he even there? Um, he came in. he was recently he was divorced literally within months uh months ago and they'd been together for a long time they had like a five or six year old kid together and so on and so forth and he came in they got a divorce and he was out cruising around he was he wasn't all there obviously this divorce like wrecked him
1: yeah divorces do that yeah
2: and he sees this girl on the on the side of the road um He thought she was a prostitute. She was dressed like one. Uh Uh-oh. She was actually soliciting herself. And Uh um, he picked her up, took her up the mountains. She gave him a blowjob. And that was it. Right? Well, I shouldn't say that was it. Um, But.
0: That's okay. He went home. He brought her back
2: home and dropped her off, uh, paid her the the bill or whatever fit the bill. And then about four hours later, she called him and said, hey, I'm actually 16 and I'm a dude.
1: (gasps) Oh which part of that is worse? I just wondering
0: I'm gonna go with the sixteen? I'm... I don't know. I'm
2: just,
1: I'm
0: I had the pre puke slobber. Sorry. So, what
2: so him being similar to me, he actually thought that he, the, the gentleman thought he was like he was trying to protect himself by saying he went to the police department and said, Hey, this is what happened. And thinking he was turning the girl in, right? To what happened, they ended up arresting him, of and course. now he is a registered sex offender.
0: So there's, and think, this
2: was this was not the first time this lady had done that.
0: So, um, so there is another case that uh, Spencer had actually told me not to talk about this. I'm going to do it anyway. Sorry, Spencer, we
1: never listen to what you say. We love you, but we never listen. Since when do females listen? I had
2: nothing to do with this, Spencer.
1: (laughs) Help me, Spencer. Um, They're holding me captive. Sure,
0: (laughs) I'm not going to say any names. Uh, But there was a young man that you mentioned earlier. Oh, yeah. He had uh, a relationship
1: with a young lady. We were all in high school at the same time. So he just would to have been... add that together, and our high school at the time was only three years. We had tenth, eleventh, twelfth grade. So so anyway, it it's not that far. No, um, I believe
0: he was eighteen at the time,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, their relationship
1: progressed because he was a senior and she was a sophomore. Right, but he so, was an older senior.
0: Yes, he was. He was. A... He was like eighteen, then nineteen, and had a
1: relationship with somebody that was like fifteen um because when you're a sophomore you're 15. correct most sophomores Uh, are 15.
0: this person that i will just uh i will call him so bruno Bruno. was 19 and his lady was 15. they were having a romantic romantic
1: Romantic. do you want to get romantic with me
0: (laughs) oh god (laughs) i
1: will i'm so scarred from that scene
0: the reason that I bring this up is because I also had a lot of judgment towards this person as did Nikki.
1: I did too cuz I knew him like b- personally way before this. Yeah. I knew him when we were in junior high. He used to come to my house all the time. Right. In and groups. Uh, I I knew this person. Like
0: I fucking hung out with him. Like we did bonfires and camping trips and all
1: kinds of shit with him. So
0: he got hit with full-on rape of a child.
1: Yeah. Because and... he was having sex with his girlfriend. Correct. He
0: is now married to this person with five children
1: for many years since like we since she graduated Shit, Jesus probably Christ, from like two thousand because she yeah she graduated in two thousand so it would have been not far after that they got like married two, I think it was like two thousand two
0: or two thousand four um, and not that I'm protecting or making excuses for sexual offenders but no but <clears throat> I would like for people to ask questions if you have. registered sex offender in your area i'm not saying for you to disregard that or whatever but maybe to reach out
1: because not every sexual offender is but a lot of them are horrible so do your research find out what it is find out what it is before you have a conversation because i judge this guy for Many years, and it yep. was somebody that I knew because yep. just because I saw it on the internet. Yep. I judged well, him for a long time, and then I found out what it was, and I'm like, seriously, exactly like it. I like, knew like, that. I knew they were together.
2: There's been countless people that have, have saw that, and then they're like, even in current jobs, um, going back to your question of how is it affecting me, mm-hmm. um, I was thinking about that. And recently, I actually had the opportunity to get my dream job as a firefighter um and then when they they I put it on the job application and everything was perfect like I was just waiting for my opportunity to get in there and talk to them cuz during like the job interview it they literally were like just show up on Thursdays to training cuz it's a volunteer service um and then I was coming home from a little vacation that my wife and I went on and I got a phone call from the fire department they're like well hey we found your registry or an, a guy that looks awfully like you and then they ended up firing me for it. Um, that but uh, on the flip side of that like uh, as I've told the the girls here that it, it, I'm an open book. Like if you have any questions about it, tell me. Obviously, it's not something I openly just tell people about because of that. Hey, my if-
1: name is Rusty. I'm a sex offender. <laughs> like okay. Ask me, ask me what I did. No. But even going forward with yep. your your son, when he gets older and goes to school, if you want to volunteer or go into anything, you have to get background check, and you're not going to be able to.
2: Despite everything that's happened, um, going back to my advice to people that are going through this, um, do what you have to do. I mean, yeah, it sucks, and yeah, it's hard. Even if you, even if you're like me or the the couple people that have we've talked about, or like I'm not even gonna say like me because a lot of me still says you like yeah I, I'm the one who made the choice. Um, I was the adult, regardless of the lie, um, I'm the one who did it, and I, for my own sanity, I needed to focus strictly on that. Now, um, yeah, the situation sucked, but like I said, at the end of the day, I'm the one who made the, the adult choice to do what I did, so I have to face facts with that. Um, and so that's what I focused on and I adapted, all right. I applied myself to the therapy. I applied myself to the probation. And instead of, like I said before, instead of thinking of it as a negative thing, think of it as these guys are there to help you. Because a lot of the times if you do what you're supposed to and you like take care of business, they're there to help you. Um, even to this day, when I go down, South and I and I go see friends down there where I used to live. I actually go and say hi to my probation officer back there, and he loves really? it. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, to this day, like so every I chance I get. So I have a I question. Get. Yeah, of course.
0: Um, do you think <clears throat> all sex offenders are
1: able to rehabilitate? No. We just talked about that in our last episode and said the same thing.
2: Absolutely not. I think that there are. <sighs> So back to the porn addiction. Um, I'm not saying the porn addiction is the stem of all sex offenders, but there is a correlation there that there's a lot of, of that. When you have something, when you have those neuro, neuro pathways in your brain that are, think of it as water trickling down a mountain, and then it gets bigger and more, mm-hmm. and then eventually you have the Grand Canyon, right? Yeah. Well, it's the same. Okay. Think of that as the same concept in your head. And when you get to that point, there's no return. Like, it's just too ingrained in your being to... to.
0: Okay. So you covered a lot of the questions that I was already going to ask sure. like, while yeah. you were talking about yeah. things. Um, so I'm going to spring some shit on you. Sure. Do you think um, talking about the... the? Oh man, it just left my brain. Oh. I have a question. Do you want me no. to ask while you're yeah, thinking?
1: My question is, when you said you turned yourself in and they waited for a week and a half, I thought that they had to press charges against you for you to be um charged with it did they have to or did the city charge or however that goes
2: so um to get a little bit more in the detail of it what had happened is i turned myself in they went and contacted my victim Mm -hmm. and they she had admitted to everything as well and and um her parents ended up Filing the charges. Okay,
1: that's what I but, figured because I figured but, it wasn't her.
2: But then, when their parents found out the truth about what had happened, how she had lied about her age and stuff like that, they actually tried to drop said charges,
1: but, but the was,
2: state had already taken over. Okay, so.
1: that makes sense. That has been my question yeah, all along. Yeah. Like, because we've covered cases where people didn't show up so they couldn't be charged for their crime. Yeah. Not, I'm not linking you right, to him right, 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 whatsoever, right. but like, um, Oh, what? I can't think of his fucking name now. Simmons, Ronald Gene Simmons, where he was fucking his daughter. And then she couldn't, she didn't, she wasn't going to show up to the court hearing. Yeah, so they couldn't wanna... charge him with it. And that's yep. why that was my question. <clears throat> if she's not charging him with it, who did? Yep. But it makes yep. sense if it's the parents. Yep, the parents. How old did... did she say she was?
2: 16.
1: Oh. Okay. Yep. yep,
0: yep. I seduced a man that was 33 when I was 17. And well, at
1: 17, you're not thinking about what can happen. You're thinking no. about yourself and no. what you can get but out of it. I was
0: also, I also looked old enough to get into a local bar. And I did. And I found a man that I was attracted to. And did I seduce him? Yes, I did. And did he not know any better because I was in a fucking bar? No, he yeah. fucking didn't. Yeah. And did Well, if you're in I a bar, have, that's like a go. Hello. Did I have relationship? with this person I didn't have sex with him but yes there were things that took place
1: yeah.
0: is that his fault eh not really
1: not really because
0: I fucking snuck into a bar at 17 yeah. I yeah. approached him I you know what I'm saying like I'm not saying that is always the case but shit like this happens yeah. I went home the next day and my mom was like where the fuck have you been?" and I was like yeah hey, I was that all night so what
2: Seventeen, I do what
0: I want. <laughs> the next day I do what I he want. like drove by my house because he knew that I lived in the area and then he it like dawned on him that I lived with my parents and he was like, How oh, old fuck. are you really?
1: How old did and you I tell was him you like, were? Fuck. I didn't did ever you? say. He just figured you were over twenty one because you were in the it bar. Because I was in the bar. And I always dated people when I was in my twenties, I dated people that were in their thirties, so that's not a weird thing. So I, I don't like think... let's
2: let's honestly break that down as to what would happen to him, if you don't mind. Yeah, go. So like you, so like you I was seventeen. He was, was seven, 33. he was thirty three. He was thirty three. Yep. Now you wouldn't be charged with, uh, or he wouldn't have been charged with rape of a child or anything like that. But he potentially could have been re- charged with statutory rape. Yes.
1: Yeah.
2: Or something along those lines. Yes.
1: Are those charges as hard as?
2: No, that's uh, that like a misdemeanor or something. It's not think, very. Oh, it's so it's like, it would have very, been like. Yeah. But it, he still would have, you know, potentially been like you can still be put on their sex offender registry. It's, have that oh yeah um typically they don't but you can depending um,
0: on the activity that took place after we left the bar yeah
2: because for him be yeah. yeah but what the court would say is like well you should have checked her id he, to, to that man regardless of her sneaking in to a bar where you have to be 21 it it wouldn't matter especially if it happened in utah yeah <laughs> because yeah. it's 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 it would been it would have been his fault um, regardless of her doing the seducing he was the adult and he would have to take accountability
1: for of course they would because so. he's the one that's overage and didn't after talking to rusty
3: looking
0: looking back on it it yeah. would have been very difficult for the person that i had done that to to receive punishment because i knew what the fuck i was doing
2: absolutely
1: but the younger and... girls don't think of that They they're like well i'm i'm good i'm old enough nothing's gonna happen because they don't expect you to go turn yourself in they're they're done with it at the end
0: i don't think i was old enough to make very good decisions or be imbibing alcohol or anything Mm. like that but i still don't think that me having a rub and tug with some 33 year old (laughs) well now we know what happened it's not his fucking fault totally like
1: Right.
0: I was right. in the fucking bar. Like I right. I initiated all that shit. Yeah. I realized that he was the adult, but you know what? He also thought I was an adult. That's yeah. not fucking fair. It's yep. not it's because not. you're
1: in a bar and so... And it's like when
0: my mom figured it out, like when he came to the door and he was like, "Can I talk to Angel?" And my mom was like, "Who the fuck are you?" And he's like, "She spent the night at my house." And my mom was like, "The what?" <laughs> yeah she was like are you fucking kidding me she's well, my 17. Grandma, thank god my grandma was at the kitchen table because she was like oh that's just like you when you were 17 i was like oh bitch you got fucking called out check I, mate i, I know bitch. i came to the fucking door <laughs> and he looked at me he's like how old are you really and i was like
1: Seventeen. I think I'm seventeen. And How old do you he, want me to be? I know.
0: Fuck. <laughs> and he just kind of stood there for a second, and you could see him start trembling, and he was, like, looking around to see if my dad had a fucking shotgun or a pitchfork, and I Waiting was, like... Waiting for the
1: cops to show mm-hmm. up, like, immediately. And he's,
0: like, don't ever contact me again. Yep. And I get that. Like... That was it? Yep. That I won't. So... <laughs> Sorry. Yeah.
1: so I have some questions
0: yeah. for your lovely Mrs. Rusty. Hello, Mrs. Rusty. Welcome. Hello. In regards to Rusty's conviction and how it has affected your life, how would you say that
3: has impacted you? Mm. Um, well, I, like he was saying earlier, I haven't had to deal with it since I was 18. Uh, He told me while we were driving in the middle of bumfuck egypt so i had no choice but to continue driving or i was gonna get ex murdered <laughs> <And> <laughs> how long long you I been? i was either you know, like okay so i can kick this guy out of the car or i can tell him it's a non-issue so it was a non-issue at that point because i really wanted to fuck him so that's just the way it went
1: how long had you been together at the point or were we you hadn't been just... together yet. oh so he at least told you before it wasn't like three months down the road by the way i gotta tell you something
3: we were yeah I mean, we had been talking. Yeah, like maybe yeah. a couple of weeks. But um so for me it's it makes me really um angry actually because I think it's a very broken system. Um I I, I look yeah. at I look at him and I know what kind of father he is. I know what kind of man he is, I know his heart. Don't get upset. You're doing it. God damn it. And it makes me really sad. Yep,
0: we both have to look away because we're not going to do the tears with you. Sorry.
3: I don't
1: cry. I don't know what the fuck fuck you're talking
0: about. I I cry enough as it is. I backed into the fucking rain gutter and fucked it up at your work today while I was crying. did you know that no oh sad i'm surprised
2: surprised you didn't hear it because it was
0: (laughs) a cop watched me do it so i had to run inside and tell on myself because i didn't want to get pulled over
1: (laughs) it's true she cries and i'm like i'm gonna tell all the jokes that i possibly know because i don't do cry yeah and i don't know how to deal with people when they cry so i'm like
3: so i think like i think about for us you know like wanting to start a business or you know even like the thought of like moving to a different state um starting a new job it all seemed to revolve around like well who will hire me because of said conviction and it's like fuck that's so stupid because they don't
1: and at which point, don't you wish that they would be like, okay, let's go look into this. He turned himself in. He was kind of led into thinking right. that this girl was older. He didn't He didn't rape an eight-year-old. He didn't do this. So we're going to let him have a normal life. Let's let him go and have a normal life. Yeah. But they're not going to. They're going to let you have a fucked up life because of one decision for an, later. For example,
2: um, I'm not going to tell you guys what I was doing, but I was actually switching careers as as getting recently married and trying to you know have our own child uh, we decided that I needed to make a little bit more money and have find a job with benefits now we found a really good job um, that would have been perfect for everything that I wanted to do I wouldn't have to leave town I wouldn't have to do any of that Um, they wanted to hire me and again I was upfront about everything on the application but I had this Feeling that I was like, I better tell these people. Like, literally, I went in on a Monday, or I went on on in on a Friday. They said, "Okay, you'll start Monday." Kind of a thing. Um, I went in. On, I went in, and I was like, "I got to talk to you about something." Or, sorry, they Thursday was my initial um,
3: interview. Interview.
2: Thank you. Um, Friday, I went back <laughs> in because I wanted to talk to him about it because he never brought it up. I thought he would have saw it on the job application and then brought it up. But he never did. And so I, the Friday I ended up actually going back in and telling him about it. They went from me starting Monday to never calling me again.
0: I understand where people are like, fuck that. I don't want that person in my office. Sure. But like I said, you know, I had the same opinion when... I'm not going to say the name of the person was like, Oh, he's a registered sex offender. And I was like, get him the fuck out of my house. Yeah. I don't want him around my kids. Yep. I don't want him in my home. I don't want to have anything to do with this person. And that's when my husband, Spencer was like, you need to have a conversation with rusty.
1: Yeah.
0: And I molded over for many days. Before I was
2: like,
0: yeah, explain yourself. Yeah. And uh, in the grand scheme of things, I'm glad I did. Yeah. Because you're one of the best friends I have. Like if if, if anything happens at my fucking house, if I need help in any situation, doesn't matter what it is, I could need to fucking cry on your shoulder about a fucking run over cat (laughs) and be like, hey, Rusty, can you come over and bring me some fucking s'morios? And you'd be like, yep.
3: Unless his wife is ovulating, he's not coming over.
0: Fair enough. Make the babies. Because then I get to cuddle babies. Make them Shackelford babies. Make them (laughs) babies. (laughs) And it's it's difficult. It's a slippery fucking slope. It is. And I get that because there are a lot of people that deserve to be on that registry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of people that deserve their punishments. Um, So
2: how... I I think um, what people should consider is... How well do you know, if, like, if you if you have a sex offender in your life, or somebody that you know that is now a sex offender, I mean, I think one of the, the signs that I would look for, like, if you're asking questions and you're like, well, do I trust this person? Do I not trust this person? It's just, how honest are they being about it?
0: And I, I would agree with that, because you were, like, as soon as I was like, so...
2: What's up? And I was you're like, You were on
0: the registry, <laughs> and you were like, fucking, let me tell you some shit. <laughs> let me tell and, you a story. E- and every question I had, you were like, fucking yeah. forthcoming on everything. Right. And so I have to commend you on that. Sure. Like, even the dirty shit, <laughs> where I was like, therapy. you yeah. like, how much of this therapy do you really want to know about? It? And I was like, I want to know it all. You're <laughs> like, Mary, right. Well, brace your fucking self because it's fucking dirty. At this point,
2: and, and, and honestly, we didn't actually go into a lot of it on the show, but I don't think we really needed to. Um, but again, like, I'm, I I feel like we need to to kind of like find a. So like, what what makes a sex offender not a sex offender, but a sex offender? You know what I mean? Like, try right. to fine-tune, like, how do people, how can people watch out for, you know, like, so, obviously, yes, there's people in, in on the sex offender registry that may or may not deserve it. But then you have people that are very much
0: deserving, deserving to be on of there.
2: said sex offender list. Um, now... I will say this point blank. If you look up on the sex offender registry and you see any sex offender on there, me included, because you don't know me, um, you don't know my name, but if you do your research and you find it or you find somebody on there, always keep that red flag, no matter what it is. However, if you take your time, like if you, if like angel per se, like I am always going to be the type of person that says yes, be aware of what's in your surround. be aware of your surroundings and know who's in your neighborhood and keep your children safe first and foremost, because there are a lot of people out there that are predators and they right. did not get the help they needed because there's a lot of ways that you can manipulate the system and, you know, get through those Peter reader tests and polygraphs that we had talked about.
0: Um, it sounds so dirty now, know that I,
2: like, now that I know what it is. It's pretty, it was pretty intense, but, uh, I'm sorry that you had to do that. It's I fucking disgusting. It's, we we. This is where a lot of people get frustrated with me is because I feel like a part of me deserved it um, because what? I I did do the I did do the the crime. Okay, I did let's, sleep with somebody, let's
0: fucking. But I don't <laughs> think we
2: can talk about that later if you want to, because <laughs> that's a whole other ball of wax.
0: You're making me fucking bring out a Shamus. When I get all fucking upset and my dumb shit comes out. <laughs> I know. And fucking shim us.
2: My wife and I have had this exact conversation. I, I um, will disagree
0: with you, but whatever. That's fine. I think that's the fucking therapy. That's fine.
2: It is, it is the therapy, and I'm very thankful for it. Uh, well, because at the end of the day, like regardless of the situation, again, I was the adult. Um, I should have known better, and... So yeah, but um
0: being the adult and knowing better. Okay. Let's let's fucking I talk about to, I this. I just for need a to
2: take accountability for my actions. And okay, and
0: I appreciate that. Yeah. I think you're a honorable man. But <laughs> I'm taking fucking honorable. Fuck, Jesus fuck Jesus got <laughs> fucking gas. We're going to fucking <laughs> we're going to hash this one out. Being sure. accountable for your fucking actions but being lied to are two totally separate things. Being the adult Okay, I get that. Yeah, but what you had to go through in the meantime, A yeah. ugh. I'm gonna fucking disagree, but let's no, that's forward. fine. You,
2: that's I totally I, trust me. I totally understand what you're saying, but this is where I was at. So I could either fight it like I was, and be the of the same the same thought process of you. I didn't fucking deserve that. Not even a little bit. I didn't deserve to sit in a room with this little metal thing strapped to my penis and listen to rape stories and look at images of small children playing with blocks bending over or in a... a, They never showed any nudity. so I I fucking
0: disagree with all of that. And
2: yes, that was very hard. But I could either face facts that, hey, I will say 50% was my fault. In Therapy, they made us, you know, like I could, okay, I could, I could f- tell I'll you. F- f- I'll give you
0: fucking fifty percent.
2: I could actually, I could actually tell you how but like, it was hundred percent my fault. Did have to
0: fucking go to therapy too? No. Jesus no. Christ. No, no, no. Mary, sit.
2: I am. And uh, so I, it is. It is what it is. And I could either take accountability for it and go through it. Um, and I did, and I came out on top. I came out a better person for the adversity well, that I had to. to for that, I'm for thankful. For trial and tribulations.
0: So in the future, if you had advice yep. that you were going to give to parents of young children or young adults, I should say, yep. Yep. who are looking, acting.
2: Becoming more sexually active.
0: Um, or even just becoming more adult-like.
2: Sure.
0: If you had advice to parents, because mm. I know a lot of parents have children that look, act, and behave much older than they are. Yeah. And I did, and my mom and dad didn't seem to be concerned about it,
2: so... Well, I mean, any parent would want their children to be more mature than they are. But at the end of the day, just remember, like, in my opinion, just remember to... If, you're, if your child is becoming more and more sexually active and you be... Just communicate, you know? Like, not only let them know, like, about pregnancy, obviously... But let them know about what could happen to the other person.
1: Exactly, because when I was younger, I always tried to wear makeup, like 13. I tried to wear makeup, and they were like, no, you don't need to look any older than you are. And I was like, why? Why, 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 why? I want to be older. This is a story right here that you can tell your children why you don't want them to look older. This is why. Don't pretend like you're older. You can hurt somebody else for the rest of their fucking life because you decided you want to look older and be older. Exactly.
2: So... But always keep your child's safety in mind first and foremost. Um, obviously, there are predators out there, and there are predators that look for that kind of child who is looking for you know attention or whatever. Um, so just just be open and honest about it, and and remember to tell them what could happen to the other person is would be my biggest piece of advice. Um, talk to them about you know the birds and the bees and what parents do and how babies are made, but also let them know that. There could be crimes committed if they're seeking out adult men or women,
0: or yeah, that adult attention that is.
2: Yeah. And yeah. then if you do, and then if you do feel like your your children are looking out or looking for that kind of attention, maybe get them some help. I would agree. Um, yeah. Get them into some sort of therapy, or I, if you feel it's that extreme, because a, they need it. <laughs> They're gonna need it because something going on, something's going on in their little brains I, that need. Oh yeah. that they need to reach out and help. I I would so. wholeheartedly
0: agree that I had horrifying daddy issues, mm-hmm. and that's why I reached out to older men. Yep. And I don't know if it was like the maturity or yeah. the guidance yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. but what the fuck was I doing? Yep. You know. Yep. Yep. So. You know, you can laugh. It's fine. I laugh at it all the time. But how would you say it's impacted your life
3: personally? Mrs. Shackelford. Mrs. Shackelford. Um, well, being divorced, um, my ex-husband threatened to take my son away and that was a little scary but we you know obviously i knew the situation and i knew that he didn't have a leg to stand on but at the same time you still hold on to that little bit of doubt you know like we're going through something right now and it's kind of like okay do we do we pursue custody do we not and that's always in the back of our head like we have to then say like well this is actually what we're going up against like He's a registered sex offender, and now we are trying to get full custody, and we know that's the first thing that people will go after. We know that it's the first thing that will be attacked. Um, most of the people in my workplace know about his felony. Does does my boss know? Um, Do you think that would ooh. impede your employment? Yes. To a certain extent. Um,
2: Probably couldn't walk in on a regular basis.
3: Oh, oh, and just to come just visit in my eye. <laughs>
1: Whoa.
2: Not the first time. Not the first time. <laughs> that is actually why she has a lazy eye.
3: <laughs> she asks for it on the daily. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know, I say to my boss or my boss finds out, that's the first thing that comes to your mind. Because that's a predator. That is a sex offender. You don't think an 18-year-old guy that was lied to had sex with a girl that said she was 16? Now, is that still a crime? I think sure. it is. 18 yes, and 16. It's, it's, I really don't even know, but it is. It's statutory
2: rape.
0: Well, okay, okay.
3: So whatever. Well, but,
0: no, it's like, not statutory rape because the age of consent. Oh uh, yeah. Oh right. It would be underage. It wouldn't be anything. Or it, like that. it wouldn't be. anything. It's a two-year gap. It's not, it's not going to fucking happen. And the reason I know this. <laughs> oh God. I know. Is I know of a person who had sexual relations with another human being at the age of eighteen, and the other person was sixteen, and it all went to court, and they were like, "Ah, age of consent is sixteen. Like kids can get fucking married." So meh.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Six.
0: Under
1: sixteen,
2: you're fucked. What that is.
1: They can say yes, but they don't know that they. They I'm
0: sorry,
3: fucking what?
2: Yep. So
1: oh
3: yeah. Yeah. So I'm, sorry. I'm sorry do we not ask for cookies and say yes when we're three like we know That's what fucking well, yes no, and no I mean, i'm just fucking sorry the, like that this... any of this fucking no, happened no, to you
0: dude it's like it's right. right.
1: but look at all those people all the dude let's go let's flip this all the guys like i know people who have lost their virginity at 12 and are bragging about a girl that was way older than them and yeah. a, a boy that was 12. Same oh, thing. But we live in Utah. All the
0: fucking, all the kids that are like, where the fuck were these teachers when I was in fucking high school? Exactly. And then it's okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, these kids are but fucking okay. 12, 13, 14. Look at fucking Mary uh, Letourneau that had sex with a fucking 12-year-old kid. Yeah. Ended up fucking pregnant. They get,
1: they actually got fucking married. They got but like she's still kids, living with she... that from now. It's the same thing. But, but it doesn't fucking matter. Fergus, it doesn't
0: fucking matter. I don't know if you know this, but she was, like, fucking 28.
1: 28? And, and he was, like, 13. She was over double his fucking uh, age. Yeah, so Damn.
0: Well, and she yeah. fucking knew his age. Yeah. So, yeah, she had
1: to have known, because... She was his fucking know, teacher. Uh, yeah. She fucking <laughs> knew. All he, people knew this
0: was age. She like fucking 13. Like...
2: Yeah.
3: Whatever. Mm. I watched well, Friday like, Night Lights and want to fuck Tim Riggins. Does that make me a sex offender? That yeah, could. It might be a fucking.
1: These are my paypal. people. You're people. He's,
3: he's like 28 in real life. I don't give a shit. He looks in good the... in that high school football <laughs> uniform. <laughs> school. Oh, oh my god, know. fucking Charlie Tweeter. Uh, I will <laughs> What this the shit fuck up. is on my dick?
1: You just, no, really, you, you look like you that. just fell out of I'm going to suck your dick, dick tree and hit every branch on the way down.
0: Tell you what. Well, and I I realize that there are a lot of sex offenders. Fucking yeah, his three year old little brother, like brother. that's fucked regularly. Up. Like regularly. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Like entered his body?
2: Regularly. Yeah. All the time. Happened on a consistent basis, yeah.
0: Jesus. Did Christ. you ever want
2: to like punch the fuck
0: out of some of these people
2: while they were oh, speaking? Yeah. Oh yeah. Because... That was honestly that was there during my last Peter reader test that's when I had finally I was like I've had enough um listening to some of the they they're very graphic in these stories to the point that it's it's a dude talking and he's like and now I have entered
1: oh my god
2: the child's body i'm not gonna go into more details than that but and he and he'll like go mm-hmm.
1: at, uh-huh. while he's telling this story oh my god
2: yeah so i could only imagine what it's like to be that guy that has to read this shit but for me to listen They'd to it i was friend. like i if if i knew i wouldn't have went back to prison i would have went like yeah we're done here and just not finish the test
3: Oh, God. so you've got a man oh.
0: reading these horrifying things about entering a child's body and then groaning in pleasurable noises mm-hmm. to see if it generates a response in out my of genesis, you. yes okay
2: and while Mary. images are being portrayed on not sexual images of children but again children in their underwear right right and so on and so <laughs> forth like shirtless or things that of, would generally be a trigger factor for a lot of sex offender predators. And
0: we'll just yeah. make it very, very clear it was not
2: for Rusty. It was not. It was not. not. I passed everything
3: to Flying the colors.
2: Yeah, they they actually... flacid
3: penis, actually. <laughs> not yeah, flying yeah. colors. They penis. flaccid penis. They, they, actually,
2: they, did the, they also fucking, did a... They put a, like a heart monitor a on fucking you fucking as well.
1: A heart monitor? To see if it, yeah. like, raced your...
2: And the guy asked me, he's like, why was your heart racing so bad? And I said, because I was fucking angry. Yeah. Like, I don't want to listen to that shit. And he's like... Makes sense because there's no response from your genitalia. So I was like Jesus. Yeah, thanks, guy. Christ. So I'm like, gonna you you punch take you? this
0: fucking thing off my wiener was, and this shit off my g- chest.
2: There was this there was this gentleman in there that um typical I shouldn't say typical round the mill sex offender. There's this gentleman in there that had he was probably fifty to sixty years old who had been sleeping with a thirteen year old. Oh my
1: fucking god. And, Did he um, know she was thirteen? Yes. Oh, okay.
2: But it was very similar, he said. It was very similar to the story that you were telling that um, they ended up having five kids together. Well, he didn't quite get to that five kids part. He he felt like they were very much in a committed relationship and that he didn't deserve to be there. They were just going to wait until she's 18 to continue their relationship. And I remember he was sitting there like now now put this like mr burns from S- the simpsons with his hands together Are you fucking Yeah, excellent. <laughs> just like that and he was sitting there telling a story and i was like this is this is where i knew that i i felt like i was in the right moment at the right time because at now at that point in therapy is near the end of my my time um i was in i was in level four i was finishing up the last of my assignments And I knew that I was doing the right thing because I was helping these people now at this point to help them understand. And I was like, so you're telling us this story that, and he's very closed off and like, I'm not here to listen to your crap. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And, uh, he's telling a story and I called him out and I was like, look, dude, like you're sitting there just like Mr. Burns thinking you're on this high horse and you've been convicted of a of your crime, you've been, you've done jail time, and now you're in therapy. And that's not, you don't see that what you did was wrong with a younger girl, like a much, much, much younger girl. But, and and you feel like you can have a relationship with her, yet you're 50 to 60 years old. And and you're already blocked off. You're not even listening to anything we're saying, but yet you're still here and you have to do this regardless. I don't remember word for word what I said, but it was something along those lines like cut the bullshit, um, put your hands down, and apply yourself to what's happening around you because you're not getting out of this. Well, yeah, and that's sure. that
0: kind of goes back into the thing where he was like, um, Rusty said, you know, for young women who seek out relationships yeah. with older men, it would be nice for them to also get the therapy or help that they need. Exactly. Because there's a reason that they're seeking out relationship yeah. with, yeah, with exactly. older men. Exactly. It. And especially that kind of an yeah. age gap. Oh, that's a daddy yeah. issue.
1: Well, and for her not to get charged with anything when she obviously did something too. Yeah. That well, is kind of irritating. It's
0: it's a it's a slippery fucking slope, slippery, especially slippery slope, at like yeah. 12, 13 years old. You know, it's, it's hard to be like, you're going to be held accountable for your fucking actions. But... You knew how old they were.
3: Well, hopefully... Take... But what if it happens more than once? But let's what if it's t- the same right child let's, more than once? Let's right. take them back. Well,
0: yeah. So, but
3: then. Uh, let's
0: take them back and put them into a fucking therapy situation. because Yeah, clearly they exactly.
1: Need they need to do um, something on the other end, too. They're missing something in their
2: life that's... It's like a misfire in their brain that's sending them...
0: Well, I, I know of the... a repeated person who's been a part of many uh, sexual offenses, Mm -hmm. who is quote unquote the victim and repeatedly seeks out older men. And unfortunately, I think that young individual needs a lot of love, a lot of assistance
1: and a lot of help. And if they would focus just as much on them on as them, they did as on, the they offender. Do on the offender.
3: then yeah. You may have a lot less sexual uh, crimes, honestly. So, this is kind of how I feel yeah. about it because
2: um, I've done a lot of thinking about it, obviously, with my situation is like, what could we do uh, if we were in, in the court system? Like, what? You can't. Yes, they should handle it by a case by case basis. Now, if this person is actively seeking out adults to to ruin their lives mm-hmm. obviously yes charge them with something
0: right but but
2: if they're actively seeking out attention because they may or attention
0: may not have, approval a, affection may or may not have
2: daddy issues or whatever yeah like they, there's something going on in their in their life that's making them want that attention from adults and it could be male or female um, so i'm not trying to say like only women do this
0: right it no, I, I to, say daddy
2: issues referring right. to myself. They have they need that attention like you're saying. They not only like punish the dudes or the the adults mm-hmm. in this case, but give the victims, quote unquote, a, an avenue for help.
1: Exactly. Right. that's what I'm that's what I was thinking through the yep. whole thing. They need just as much help as the other party, both parties need yep. to have help yep. either way, especially with yours where you came forward you because you could have gone on life without any of this ever happening but you were honest she said that you were saying you guys had the exact same story and so why not at this point do you not both go forward with therapy and she gets as much as you do why 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 is that not a thing because clearly she needs something
2: yeah absolutely absolutely
1: so if there was anything that you could tell
0: parents about kids that reach out for attention from adults
2: what would it be to just seek out that therapy um if you if i couldn't tell you exactly the signs that you should look for um, because i didn't go through that side of things but it's i mean do your research um Be a good parent. What's, what was, what was that that you said? What was that quote you heard the other day
3: about? Hmm. Um, being afraid to put your kid in therapy because it might come out that you're a bad mom is being a bad mom. It is.
2: I fucking agree. So, and I mean, we all have an ego that we think that we know what's best for our children. And a lot of the time we do, but some of the time your kids are going to face things in life. they may or may not know how to handle and you yourself may or may not know how to handle so don't be afraid to actively seek that out um especially if you can like apply yourself to it and really dive down into the nitty-gritty of what's going on uh back to like sex offenders again i'm going to tell you guys i know i repeat myself a lot but this is an important message i think we can all agree on that whether you see me or anybody else on the sex offender registry list, keep that red flag up. And, tell, and if it's a close friend or somebody that you can talk to, obviously maybe give them a chance mm-hmm. to, to, to tell All you right. their story. Now, as they're telling that story, look for honesty. Um, look for consistency. Integrity. Integrity. And did they go to therapy?
1: If a parent wanted to, like, say you moved into my neighborhood and I saw that you're on the offenders list. If I want to contact the police or whatever to see what your offense was, to see if you're lying to me about what actually happened, what info can they get? Do you know? I don't know.
2: Actually, I've never had that
1: happen. That'll be a good so. thing to try to find out to see if they're actually sure. going to tell you because yeah. I would want to know if what, what is the situation, what, where are yeah. we, because I can ask you or ask anybody else that's here, and they may lie to me. So at that point, I want to go find out what it really is. Yeah. Are they going to tell me? You're, I don't know. I think You're, it's
3: public information. You can uh, actually um, walk down there and ask. Your best bet is to actually walk into the courthouse and ask to see the court documents. Now know that in those court documents, not everything will be listed as far as details of the crime. Yeah. But it will get, like, public record will give you an overview. So I can at least
1: know basically if he's yeah. lying or not. If uh-huh. he says that he um was at a party. Uh, was I, I with was only peeing age. in a park. Yeah, I
2: was <laughs> peeing in a park. You probably won't see that, those kind of details or the details about what happened Especially if
0: there's an underage
2: child involved, so or like after what, like if I had gone through therapy, or Mm -hmm. the person you're looking for has gone through therapy, or if they're like on probation and stuff like that, you might be able to see if they're still on probation. But, but I, at the end of the day, use your best judgment as a person. Like if you also use your gut instinct. Like if you, well, that was that was my thing.
0: Like. I I immediately liked the shit out of you. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, he's fucking cool. Like, yeah. we're keeping that one. Yeah. And then somebody was like, oh, yeah, sex offender. And I was like, get him the fuck out of my house. Yeah. Yeah. And after talking to my husband, he was like, okay, now that immediate response of. Natural. Uh, get him the fuck out of my house superseded that, hey, he's fucking cool and I like him. Yeah. And that's when Spencer was like, I think you need to have a conversation with him. Yep. And so I did. Like, right. within two days, I was like, hey, man, let's <laughs> chat.
2: Let's chat. Let's talk. And you're not the first person and you will not be the last person. Yeah.
0: Um, and I appreciate those people, too. Yeah, like, of course. fucking have a conversation. Don't don't come barreling through the door, kind of like I did, where you fucking kick it in and you're like, "Look, hey hey bitch,
2: fucking little kid. But you know what? At the same time, <laughs> do. Don't lose that. Like, to me, that shows, yeah, it's awkward for me, but would it be more awkward for you if I wasn't as cool as I am and I, don't I know, ended up man. actually I don't going know. after
0: your kids? Ooh, fuck. Don't say things like that to me.
2: That's kind of, that's, that's what I'm trying to tell you is like, obviously I'm not going to, Right. but let's say you do trust somebody and then they do go after. Fuck. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, and the you in in. Don't, a the fucking hammer. Don't lose that don't lose that red flag because obviously something happened that they're on that sex offender list right right don't lose your don't lose your own integrity and think that we're trying to justify everybody's right. actions that's more for the listeners but like but but if you're if it's somebody you know and you know that you can talk to have a conversation with them now if it's somebody you don't know i'm not saying go like bust down their door and put a gun to their head and be like hey you're a sex offender i don't want you out of my neighborhood Maybe not do that, but, you know, there's there's avenues that are there that you can contact the police if you're concerned, if you see any suspicious activity like this person lurking around your house or lurking around the neighborhood in weird hours, um, stuff like that. Then, you know, you use your best judgment. But if some of you know, and I think that's the biggest important thing, is like because we've all had, there's been several stories shared around this, this current uh, podcast that, you know, I knew this guy, and then I judged him, and then I heard what happened, and it was like that fucking sucks. And there's a lot of that, and the that's why the system can is is somewhat broken.
1: Well, going on but. with the people who say they're good people, like Rodney Alcala, they're like, oh, he was such a good guy. I can't believe he did this shit. But he's like raping eight year olds. So yeah, they've done really it. Hard they've, to they've said it about
0: him. Tons of people, but. Anyway, um, to wrap this all up, we just want to say thank you to Rusty and Mrs. Rusty yeah. for participating. Yeah. Um,
1: uh, one of my questions was, is this going to affect you? Are you going to be on there for the rest of your life, no. or no. no? Yeah.
2: So the, I will. So we ended up contacting an attorney, um, in the, just recently, within the last couple of years. And in 2004, the law at that point was, if you're convicted as a sex offender, you have to be on that registry until for 10 years after you get off probation. Mm -hmm. Um, And then in 2005, they actually flipped it to life. And so when they convicted me, or when when I was arrested was 2004, when they convicted me was 2005. So I technically fell under the life policy. Well, we contacted an attorney a few years ago and actually retained him. And he went through a lot of hoops and actually ended up getting in contact with my victim. And she was more than happy to testify and say that what had happened was a mistake. And I want, you know, I feel that everybody deserves a second chance. And let's get this guy off the registry list. Oh, wow. so, So with that in mind, they I have two more years 2020, and I will actually be off the, off registry. the registry and not a felon. They're going nice. to bring it down to a misdemeanor. So,
0: Good. Um, in regards to your victim, have you had contact with her since court, the incident, whatever?
2: Technically, I, I'm not supposed to, but um, through the therapy that I had done and probation officers and stuff like that, we actually got an apology letter that I wrote in therapy to her. So, good yeah but that's i might see her in town like once in every five years but it's just a don't make contact nobody is that nobody. a
1: thing that you tell your kids no i wouldn't i wouldn't be like if you're gonna go to a party check ids if you're gonna fuck somebody maybe, you, maybe you check should your ids your i will now <laughs> i will now or
3: I, but think too when when the crime happened There was no social media. Yeah. No. I mean, for hell's sakes, like, MSN Messenger. Like, there was no avenue to see, like, well, who are they friends with? ICG. Where do they go to school? You know, like, all of those things now that people can see. Yeah. They weren't there before. Yeah. Yeah. Now, granted, is social media a double-edged sword? Because predators can search out victims that way? Yes. But, also, like... Had he known right. we wouldn't be sitting here. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: So. if you want merchandise, you can go to threadless at ColormeDeadPod.Threadless.com me threadless dot or red Redbuddle? red, mm-hmm. red How about how about red bubble? Red bubble works too. Redbubble.com backslash people blacks black color me dead pod. Fuck, I'm gonna fuck everything up. I didn't even have to talk at all in this episode and I can't do it. Redbubble.com backslash people backslash color me dead pod.
0: And you guys can find us on Instagram at color me dead podcast, Twitter at color me dead pod. We also have color me dead podcast on Facebook, and we have the color me dead group on Facebook as well.
1: And be sure to enter our contest on Facebook. Check it out.
0: Um, also, we will see everybody at Potter and Love. 2018, we'll be in New Orleans, August 9th through the 13th.
1: We'll be sober from 9 to 10 (laughs) (laughs) a.m. Briefly.
0: Briefly, Briefly, motherfuckers. And that's only if they don't serve mimosas, because I promise fucking nothing.
1: We bought something that said open bar, so we might not even be sober from 9 to 10 a.m. We don't know. It said
0: open bar, so... All right. I'm a big
1: talker. I'll be sober a lot, because I'm... So, check some IDs. Yeah, and stay, stay out, out of the chalk, chalk lines. lines. Goodbye.
2: Hey, folks. I'm Kevin, and I'm Kevin. Coming at you from the Dark, Dark Windows, Windows podcast. podcast. What do you do on the show? We cover cryptids, some aliens, some strange places, some weird UFO stuff, some paranormal, some true crime, and a little fucked up history shit. Fucked up history shit's fun. Oh yeah, it is. Where can you find us? It's iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Just don't look for us at the post office. And we're not on the radio either or a little cassettes. Yeah, no, cassettes are bad. But yeah, we just wanted to say thank you to uh, the girls at Color Me Dead for putting us on their show and getting us out there. So thanks, ladies. Have a good show. Bye. Bye.